Hey, welcome back to the Tony D Podcast. Welcome to 2023, although not off to the greatest of starts. I'm Tony Donahue, your host. Thank you so much for listening. If this is the first time you've tuned into my podcast, I appreciate it. Um, this is the only one you tune into this year. I'm glad that you're here, and I'm glad that it is this one. Um, for those that don't know, I'm based out of Indianapolis. Uh, was in radio for 10 years, still covering Indianapolis sports pretty heavily. And we're going to dive into that. I'm usually pretty open and honest about my life and, and, and the situations that I go through or that I see. So you'll hear some of that here throughout this podcast episode as well. We do have some sponsors that we will mention later on in the show. But for now, I want to dive right into um, what we saw on Monday night. And I know you're saying, okay, well, Tony, why, why is your opinion better than anybody else's? Or why should I listen to you? And I'm not saying my opinion is better than anybody else's. I'm just going to tell you what I saw. Look, I cover racing more than any other sport that I that I follow, I watch, I pay attention to. And in violent sports like hockey, like boxing, like auto racing, like football, we at times see the dark side of the sport, which we grow so accustomed to a hockey player getting hit an NFL player taking a big hit, a race car driver, you know, hitting the wall at at major speeds and walking away. We grow so numb to that. A lot of that is kudos to the safety measures that auto racing and the NHL and hockey across across the globe and the NFL and football across the globe and boxing across the globe have taken to make sure that these things do not happen, but there is still that inherent risk that something could go wrong. And we saw the human side of things um, twice yesterday, twice on Monday. Ken Block, who is a incredible race car driver, um, did a lot of great things behind the wheel, was one of Monster Energy's first athletes. Um, just crazy talent behind the wheel. Uh, he passed away yesterday in an accident. And then the Monday night football game between the Bills and the Bengals, DeMar Hamlin, in that situation. Um, you know, here's here's what I would say about that. I thought the decision to end the football game or postpone it to wherever was the right thing to do. At that point, that football game, your fantasy team, your parlay, your Bengals bet didn't matter. It didn't matter if the Bengals sold another beer or a hot dog in that stadium. Nothing mattered anymore except for DeMar Hamlin's life. And kudos to everybody that was able to revive him on the field last night. Now, um, there was some very when 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 these ugly situations happen, there's an even uglier situation that goes on, and and, and I've, I saw it. We saw what Skip Bayless had to say and his antics about well, you got to play the rest of this game. Again, I, I've covered racing for a long time. I've been a fan of it for a long time. Um, you know, and, and a lot of IndyCar fans were kind of taken back on Monday to the 2011 situation with Dan Weldon where he passed away in an accident early on in the race in Vegas, and they decided to cancel the race. You saw the looks on Josh Allen, Joe Burrow's faces. You Look, athletes do incredible things, and they can push everything to the side sometimes. But when you get a very very firm reminder of what could happen to anybody on any given snap or any given play, your brain just goes elsewhere and you're no longer as mentally focused as you ever were going to be. So I respected that decision. Now, some of these people that are putting up their, you know, Tamar Hamlin's autograph cards and trying to make thousands of bucks off of it. Uh, shame on you. That is um, just absolutely terrible. Uh, people trying to 
um, profit basically off of off of this person's um, injury that we saw last night, and and it looks like he's still in critical condition as of me recording this, but things are looking to be a little bit better, uh, just based on what I've read uh, and what I've heard from some of the reporters and some of the doctors that that might have been involved or have been involved in a situation like this. Um, so I thought a decision was right to be made as far as stopping the football game. Um, you, 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 just emotions get so high at that point. Your focus might not be all where it is. Uh, yes, it's a, it's an important game in the playoff standings, which in the grand scheme of things, who cares? Doesn't even matter. So, um, there was a lot of ugly, which comes from Twitter um, when, when you're reading things. But I think we need to look at the greater good of this. This is still a guy with a family. Um, this is still somebody that um, is out there living his dream, just like Ken Block was. Just like Ken Block was doing, racing different cars and snowmobiles and just being that thrill seeker that he was. Uh, and I'm sad for both families. And, you know, but but there is a side of, of sports that we, we don't get to see that often because we don't want to see it. But every so often it'll rear its ugly head as as the old cliche goes. And we certainly saw that on Monday night. You can find me on Twitter if you like, at Tony D. Indy. Um, going back on TMZ today, I know a lot of people have asked um, numerous times, you know, how did you, how did you get on TMZ? Did you get paid for? How did that go about? Um, I They reached out to me on Twitter about a year ago and um, asked if I would have an opinion on, I think it was... Lewis Hamilton selling his mansion or something along those lines. And I had tweeted about it and I got a DM and I, you know, I, I honestly thought it was fake at first. I was like, well, wait a minute. What? And they're like, no, no, no. We want you to come on the show. We have these people that come on and discuss sports topics, any kind of topics. I said, well, yeah, I would love to do like anything sports topics, but, um, you know, what was crazy about it was that a lot of the times that when I'm on um, TMZ, I'm not really talking about anything that's going on on the court. I'm not talking about anything that um, is really anything I want to talk about. And I, I appreciate their invite. It's not – but, you know, they they live in a world where it's, it's the controversial side of things, which I totally understand. And, I mean, there's been a couple times I've had to talk about domestic violence. I've had to talk about drugs. I mean, one of the first times I went on, I was talking about a shooting at a Little League field um, this summer. So, uh, But I do enjoy going on, especially when a topic is fun and I can have some personality behind it. It's hard to have personality and, and bring joy and cheer and be energized when you're not really talking about the greatest of topics. So um, you'll be able to check that out. I think it's on Fox, uh, most Fox stations around the country. Big thanks, as always, to Flooring is Forever right, right here in Indianapolis. Over 20 years of experience. If you need new flooring in your home, check out flooringisforever.com, 317-755-1246. Harley has you covered with over 20 years of experience. Their showroom is on the southeast side of Indianapolis. They've done several of my friends' homes now, um, and Harley's done a great job every time. He will get you covered if you are looking in the new year to upgrade the flooring in your home. Flooring, carpet, whatever your needs are, check out Harley, 317-755-1246. We're also thinking of uh, Nicole, Harley's wife. She's had uh, a few medical issues over the last couple of weeks and just thinking about them and and hoping for a speedy recovery there. Harley's been great uh, to me personally. Uh, He's been great to this podcast, and I hope that you will show him support. If you have 
uh, flooring needs here in the central Indiana area. Um, our other sponsor was the UPS store in Fishers. Um, our good friend Doug has sold that store uh, off Oleo Road and has semi-retired. So big congratulations uh, to Doug, and I can't thank him enough for his support of this podcast too over the last several years and wish him uh, nothing but the best uh, in his semi-retirement. All right, uh, the next topic of conversation, and I promise uh, I will get a lot more happier and things will be um, a little bit more upscale because we are going to talk about Jim Harbaugh and what I've heard, and I was the first person to break that news. Uh, but I want to talk about going into 2023. Um, I have had some some issues um, in gambling, as a lot of you probably have. And the manly thing, as always, is to just not admit it. And um, but you know, I don't really have a lot of outlets to to discuss. I have great friends. I've I've I have people that have supported me and have been there for me even when I probably didn't deserve it. And, you know, over the last couple of weeks, a lot of, a lot of perspective has, has changed in my life. A lot of things have, have, um, moved in, in different directions. And, you know, sometimes you just have to admit that you have a problem and you have to move on from it and you have to better yourself. That's what I'm going to try to do in 2023. Um, still talk as much as I can or want about, some of the gambling a- aspects of sports because that is something that everybody is tied into and everybody has something to do, which is also why um, I have partnered and am helping out the Fans Place app, which is a predictor app for um, your cell phone. And it's it's very much so a, a way to still kind of scratch that itch without um, you know getting yourself in some major trouble, which I can do sometimes. So um, please check out the Fans Place app. Uh, we're going to be in a bunch of different bars. This is a cool little outlet, and I'm going to use it as an avenue to um, move move past uh, some of the things that um, have kind of haunted me over the last couple of years and use that to motivate myself and grow and, and, and try to make that app as best as possible. So uh, the fans place, download it now. Um, we had some great games over the weekend and f- involving the college football championships, which, as we know, are absolutely bonkers. Uh, so please uh, be on the lookout for that. We should have some big things for March Madness as well, and it's all free to the user. Uh, we do cash prizes sometimes. Um, if you're inside of a bar location, you can win a gift card to that bar that you are at. And if you are a bar owner and interested in having our app where it's very interactive for your user and it brings them back, please feel free to reach out. Uh, so I wanted to, to mention that as well. All right, so Jim Harbaugh. Um, look, so I was given a little piece of information that I had to dive into a little bit more. Um, this was the week of the big 10 championship game in downtown Indianapolis. And I will pull it up right now to give you the exact date on what it was. And look, I know I'm not going to get the credit that I deserve because I don't work for some crazy outlet and I don't work for whatever. Um, but nobody, and I'm telling you, nobody had this before me that Jim Harbaugh was interviewing with Jim Irsay, and they met. They met the week of the Big Ten Championship game when Michigan was in town, and they smoked Purdue in that Big Ten game. They met at, I believe it was St. Elmo's. might have been somewhere else. This is what I was told. Um, a special guest was flown in to try to help the process with that. Um, 
And I mean, look, I got 209 retweets on it and 1,600 likes. That's great. Um, but Ursay was hard targeting, even with Jeff Saturday in the fold, was hard targeting Jim Harbaugh to be the next Colts head coach. A lot of people didn't believe that he would ever leave Michigan. Oh, well, last year he flirted with it, didn't do it. Why would he do it now? Well, things currently had changed. And then, like, I think I tweeted this on a Wednesday or Thursday. And then that Saturday, which was the day of the Big Ten championship game, uh, somebody from NFL Network, I think it was Ian Rappaport, mentioned, yeah, there are growing, growing belief that if Jim Harbaugh were to be approached by, the, by an NFL team in general, he would once again consider and possibly even stronger than a year ago moving on to the NFL. Now, speed up to the last couple of days. Michigan loses on New Year's Eve in the semifinal for the college football championship. And he's scheduled once again to meet with Jim Irsay. Jim Irsay is very, very, very interested in Jim Harbaugh. Always has been, but but that really kind of escalated, uh, you know, within the last month and a half with, with Frank Reich being dismissed. Um, of course, they're going to re-interview Jeff Saturday. They're probably going to interview Reggie Wayne to satisfy the Rudy rule. But if the terms are there, and, and look, if you're Jim Harbaugh, you got to ask yourself, okay, you know, Mr. Ursay, I need you to be open and honest with me. You know, I need probably more money than what I'm making now, which is a pretty decent salary up in Michigan, which shouldn't be a problem. I need to know who's going to be the quarterback of this team. Look, the defense for the Colts, decent. There's some guys there you could bring back. I said this three weeks ago on this podcast. Everybody from the very top person in Jim Irsay all the way down to the ball boy all needs to be re-interviewed and discussed as possibly being replaced. Uh, look, is Irsay's not going to hand over the reins to his daughters. He's not going to sell the team. Um, but this year is the biggest disaster. And, and, and I'll say this. I definitely know for sure it's been the biggest disaster in Colts history. Even back to the 80s where they couldn't sell out and, and women were knitting in the fourth row of the Arcedo. And I, and, and I would almost make it known that yeah, I'd, I'd give this a run for the money with any other worst season you've ever seen in NFL history just from the turmoil. I mean, they played in New York on Sunday and didn't even look like they had any interest in even being out on that football field. And I know what you're going to say. Oh, well, there's players out there that are fighting for their job next year, and you never know when a player's family is there for the first time. And you, you just, but dude, they. I mean, look, that team did not play like they they had any care in the world to win that football game. It looked like they wanted to get there, play 60 minutes out as fast as they can, and get back on that plane home to Indianapolis. It's probably going to be even worse here at home on Sunday coming up with Houston. Uh, but to recap and to wrap it up, uh, we we learned yesterday that it became even more out there with somebody close to Jim Harbaugh in the situation with Jim Harbaugh saying, yeah, he is definitely interested in coming back to the NFL. That interest is definitely there from Jim Irsay. It's definitely there from the Colts. Can they come to, to terms on a deal? Can they make this happen? I think if both sides want to, uh, it will certainly happen. And Jim Harbaugh um, could be the next head coach here of the Indianapolis Colts. And again, we can go back. It was November 30th. Um, I had it first. I don't really need the credit for it. I guess it would be... I guess nice, but, um, you know, it is what it is. I've been overlooked all my life. So here we are, right? Here we are. Um, let's go to the Pacers. What a fun and exciting team we have uh, with the Pacers right now in, in Indianapolis. And, look, 
I think they won 19 games after the win at home against Toronto. I think the the Vegas over under was like 23 and a half. And even for your old school curmudgeons who are like, oh, I don't watch the NBA anymore. That's not basketball. And I blah blah blah, dude. This Pacer team, they are fun. They are young. They play hard. They hit. Sh- they have great shot making ability. You know, Buddy Heel can hit threes. Miles Turner, who I have not given a lot of credit to ever. Uh, is playing at a great level. Tyrese Halliburton is certainly an all-star. This team is very fun to watch. Guys are stepping up. These are guys with chips on their shoulder that do not have a me-first mentality. They have a team-first mentality, and they are firing on all cylinders. Like I said at the beginning of this year, give them your support because it is going to be, above anything, a fun basketball team to follow. Yes, there are going to be nights where they look like crap. And, I mean, that was kind of last night, too. They got off to an okay start against the Raptors. Had a great second quarter. Had a dismal start to the third quarter. I think the Raptors ended on a tw- or started that quarter on what a twenty-five to nine run, and the Pacers came storming back. They are never out of it. They are always right there. The Pacers are certainly fun to watch. Um, get yourself down to Gamebridge Fieldhouse. Support the Pacers. We'll see what they do at the trade deadline. Look, <clears throat> unless you can get Miles wrapped up before that trade deadline to a deal, you got to you got to get rid of him, just because you, I don't know if you trust him. To, to be able to say, yeah, oh, I'm going to come back and sign. Like, you have to sign him immediately. And Buddy Heald, I mean, this guy, you know, the Pacers were all about a locker room guy and all about a guy that's that glue guy and bring everybody together, and that seems to be Buddy Heald. So um, you still have two years left with him, and unless he demands that he wants out, I say you keep him. I mean, you talk about professional shot-making ability. That is certainly what we have for the Pacers and Buddy Heald. All right, another topic that, you know, I, I really ha- I touched a little bit on Twitter and, um, you know, having that 10-year radio career at 1070, the fan, and I'm sure a lot of you listening right now obviously know that um, and know kind of the ins and the outs and what happened. Here's what I'll say about um, the former host at noon um, getting let go by the station. I know some people call me out because I mentioned something on Twitter and said, I you know, why, why are you stepping all over this guy's grave? Um because that's exactly what he did to me. That's why. When I when I when I quit and then he went on to say that I got fired and I was doing all this stuff behind the scenes that wasn't true and said that I opened the door for some guy to walk in the front door of Emmis that had PTSD because Dan was the guy who challenged this guy to show up at Emmis and show him his military ID. I was in a group of people. We walked in. People walk in every day into that station. Probably not anymore because of COVID. Um, but people walk into that station every day at the time to get their prizes. You know, hey, you want tickets to this? You got to pick it up downtown on the circle just because it, it just avoids shipping and that whole hassle and nightmare of shipping things out. Now it's probably mostly all done digitally, thankfully. Um, but people used to – I mean, it was just – it was a literally a normal thing. People would walk in. Hey, I want tickets from Hank FM. Hey, I want tickets from 1070 The Fan, whoever you want tickets from. I don't know who the guy was. Group of five of us coming back from lunch. I held the door open for everybody. It's what I always do. Um, I have no problem doing that. And I guess this guy walked in. And Dan goes on this whole rant about how he could have blown up the building and all this stuff. And, I mean, look, here's the deal. It could have happened to a nicer guy. We know that. I mean, this is the guy that has lived off controversy, has said some of the craziest, most disgustful, hateful shit you've ever heard in your life um i go back to the romeo langford stuff that 
Embus took a huge hit financially for. Um, I go back to him telling a guy that he would, uh, I guess this is a quote from a movie that I haven't seen, uh, quote, I'll beat your ass and pee on you. Um, you know, he, he, he cried because I mentioned on New Year's Eve a few years ago that if you want all the breaking Colts news, it turned into JMV and I because guess who was breaking all the Colts news and kind of still is, uh, is me and JMV. I mean, look, guys at ESPN, the Indy Star, the Athletic, they haven't broken a sniff of what even I have broken when it came to Andrew Luck, the Colts, or even, I mean, this whole Jim Harbaugh situation. Who had McDaniels uh, having second thoughts on the plane and stepping off? Me. I was at a damn Butler game. Um, so, uh, to wrap up the 12-3 to 3 thing with, with, with Dan Dockage, um, you know, there was not old white guy in that building to protect him anymore. <clears throat> and that new regime came in. He said some things at a bourbon event that he shouldn't have said. And he was on thin water or thin ice. He was walking on he was walking on thin ice. Um, and they let him go. And you really haven't heard from him since. I mean, I guess he has that outkick show. But if he's listening, hey, man, you know what? It's all good, brother. Uh, everybody gets what they deserve. And um, you can call me a troll. You can call me a clown. You can call me... Uh, producer boy, you can call me blogger boy, you can donate some bikes, you can tell me I'm not from the region, dude, but your opinion has never mattered to me, and, I mean, hell, we got into it seven years ago over the Tony Stewart situation, so, um, hey, man, best of luck to you, uh, could have happened to a nicer guy. Uh, Purdue, uh, I know we want to talk a little bit about Purdue, but that was just a bad Monday, uh, I think we know that, losing to number one. Um, losing in the Citrus Bowl, um, and then <clears throat> the obviously sad news of the former player who played for the Jaguars that passed away as well. So that's really all I have to say on the Purdue topic. Uh, it'll they'll bounce back. They'll be a lot better. So um, I hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, I, I try to stay open and honest. There, there is things in my life, as in yours, that I just you know like to get out there and like to talk about, even though I'm in a room talking to myself. Um, but, man, you know, there are things that are bigger than sports. And I know what you're probably thinking, well, that was a crazy episode. You went from, uh, you know, being sad and then you're going at dockage. Well, I kind of jam-pack as much as I can into uh, into 25 minutes or less because I don't think that you need, you, need to, you need to donate any more of your time than 20 to 25 minutes listening to this. So um, I can't thank you enough for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I'll keep sharing my thoughts on things. I'll keep sharing what I'm going through, and hopefully I can get my life right, myself right. And if you ever need to reach out, feel free to do so. Uh, I'm always always here for an open, honest, non-judgmental chat. Thanks again to Flooring Is Forever. If you'd like to sponsor the Tony D Podcast, uh, feel free to get a hold of me, uh, Tony D at BurnoutSports.com. have a lot more racing coverage coming up here um, with that and on my website as well, uh, BurnoutSports.com and on Twitter. Um, IndyCar right around the corner, Daytona right around the corner. It's going to be crazy. So looking forward to that. Enjoy the rest of your week and Happy New Year.